I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Today's episode is with a woman I found on Instagram because of her videos, her TikToks or uh, reels. Her name is Ginger DeClue. She is about uh, detoxing the body because of her background and her health, uh, what she had experienced with her mom and grandmother and as a teenager had come into some health problems and realized that she needed to figure out what was going on with her body. So she just went down that detox rabbit hole and did all the research to find out what we're putting in our body, how to get things out of our body. And it's just fascinating. I'm such a health person. You know, I'm very disciplined with my routine and my supplements. If you know me, <laughs> you know, I have a handful of vitamins every morning and I get up at four 30 and I do my lemon water and my celery juice and apple cider vinegar, <laughs> my Organifi green juice, my collagen, my spirulina. I mean, I do it. I do it all. Whatever I know will help benefit me um, in my health is one of the top things in my life for sure. So which drew my focus to Ginger. So with Ginger today, I wanted to bring her on to explain to you why she's so passionate about helping people detox their body. Gosh, we talk about parasites and her videos are so eye-catching. You can barely watch them, but she explains why she does that because it pulls people's attention when you see their, the animals and the, oh, the toilets with the parasites in them, but gosh, it's real. You know, we, we need to realize that we all have parasites and we all have things to detox out of our body. And as we age, it becomes, I feel like more important to be aware of that. But yeah, she's so cute. She's pregnant with her third baby. She used to be an actress in Hollywood. I found all that out after we stopped recording this episode. There's things that I wished I had recorded because I didn't know that about her, but she used to be a star in Hollywood and be an actress. So she has some fun, interesting stories, but she's very on everything. She just gives you the truth of what's going on in this world. And I think we all should be aware, especially now in 2023 and what we're experiencing in this life. And especially like for me having, you know, daughters and raising a family, you know, it's so important to be on top of those things and know what you're putting in your body and know what you're, what you could 
get rid of that's in your body and what's causing certain things and all that kind of stuff. But you are going to love this, this episode and follow ginger on Instagram and it's in ginger to clue. Uh, you can find her official Instagram. She has a couple, but look for the official one. Anyway, I just want to also remind you to share this episode with a friend who needs to have, who's interested in health and loves to detox and puts their health on the forefront of their life. And also share also besides sharing, please subscribe, rate and review. That just helps so much. I'm, I have a list of people I'm booked through June now for my interviews. And it's because I have had this podcast for three years and it's easier for me to get people on the show that I've been wanting for years. So the magic is starting to uncover even more on this podcast and in this experience that I'm having. And I just interviewed someone earlier today that send, they send me books and I've been reading books that I wouldn't have normally probably come in contact with. And oh, I'm learning so much and it's just been such a beautiful year so far. And to think we're in April already and the time just goes so fast and pretty soon we'll be in the summer and all the weather that's been going on this winter is crazy. And I know we all are looking forward to seeing the sunshine and I know I am. So without further ado, I look forward to hearing about how you feel about the way Ginger believes we should all detox. So enjoy this episode. Welcome, Ginger. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here and to talk all things detox. Yes, and more. And more. Uh, I've gone down your rabbit hole and I've had so much fun learning about you. And, you know, I'm always, I've always been a health person and I'm really disciplined and I don't never miss a workout. I, you know, the celery juice and the water and, you know, I don't drink any sodas. I, I mean, I'm super supplements. Like people go, you take that many. But when I saw your Instagram videos and then I was watching your YouTube videos and about detoxing, and now that Danielle Page was on my podcast and now I know she is doing your detox. What's interesting about a journey of, of life and where it takes you now, you know, third baby on the way, you know, whatever age you are, <laughs> um, but, you know, all the three babies. In the yeah. <laughs> but you, there has to have been a beginning. And I know when your mom died young, she was like my age when she passed away. And I know that probably was something that, you know, struck a chord and thought I got to figure out my health here, but go back to when you had, was it in 20, 2009 when yes. you almost died? Yeah. So, you know, we're just also programmed to believe that having symptoms, having headaches, having bloating, constipation, all these things are totally normalized. And, you know, I grew up and my mother came from Camden, New Jersey, which if you don't know where that is, it's one of the most dangerous cities in America. Oh, wow. And she was the oldest of four. Her her mom used to tell the story. I walked through snow and sneakers. I know a lot of people tell that story. Like right. it was uphill, both work to school and back, you know, but she really struggled. 
And so when she had me and she was a little bit outside of that poverty and that struggle, she felt like she was doing the right thing by feeding me a lot of processed foods. So she would drink Slim Fast and she would take us to McDonald's and we ate Lunchables and drank soda. And in her mind, she had made it because she grew up on government cheese. You know, it doesn't have the label. It's just like generic, whatever. So, you know, I had a lot of health struggles my whole childhood that were just totally normalized and chronic ear infections, antibiotic after antibiotic, because again, she just thought she was doing the best for me by taking me to the doctor. And they're like, oh, she's got a sniffle, give her this antibiotic. So I felt like my body was already teetering. I mean, now looking back, I know this now. So in 2009, again, we got to give it to the you know, nothing is free, right? So they're giving out these free, we'll say medications that are supposed to help with preventing cervical cancer in women. And so it was an injection to help prevent HPV because HPV is pretty easily spread just from sharing a glass. And so that's when my journey really began because I had a severe reaction to this injection and it just open my eyes. It's like when the glass shatters, you can't unbreak it, you know? And and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, like I'm poisoning myself. And that kind of was the tipping point for me. Like that injection, I, I, you know, definitely blame it for a lot of what happened, but I also had already been, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Right. And so that's when I started my healing journey and started educating myself on just how to be healthy because I didn't have a foundation from my own mother and family on how to be healthy. It was all like lunch meat and, you know, cheesesteaks. Right. So it was definitely, I was definitely the, the black sheep in the family for wanting to be healthy. But how did your mom pass away so young? So, so that was the other thing, you know, her mother had my mama, she passed away at 48. So she had passed away from, she had diabetes, this classic, you know, overweight drinking alcohol. Um, It was almost a joke in our house that my grandmother had like a bottle of water, but it was really vodka. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's like, oh, don't let, she'd be like, don't let the baby touch my water bottle. (laughs) Um, So she passed away really young. And then I'm on my healing journey, which, you know, it's, it's not a linear journey. And my mother starting around age 40, when her IUD actually went bad, her health just, you know, from 40 to 55, when she passed away, it was like one thing after the other for 15 years, I had to watch her mm-hmm. and try and beg her to be healthy with me and all these things. And what ended up happening was she ended up having a stroke a massive stroke in the medulla part of her brain, massive brain brain bleed, and she passed away on her birthday. She had this oh my gosh, her birthday. So that incident that there was what I think catalyzed my voice. It was almost like when your mom passes away, and there's some spiritual teachers who will say this: when your mom dies, you are actually reborn because you now are the matriarch. So really in 2019 is when I started to get vocal and started using social media. And that's really where Detox by Declu was birthed. You know, I had been spent, I'd spent all these years on my own health and then to watch my mother die in such a dramatic and 
really traumatic way, I said, you know what, this is enough. And then of course, the rest is history. I've helped, we've had over 3000 students in Detoxify to Clue, but it really was a combination of my own journey of trying and implementing so many different types of healing for my own health issues. And then also being truly like, uh, I don't want to end up and my, you know, half my life is over already. You know, if I'm, if I'm looking at my grandmother and my mother, right. That's really, you know, what happened. But again, it wasn't no one who I've ever worked with or seen. It's not like you're suddenly ill. So rare. It's always a buildup. And we just, like I said earlier, you know, like ignoring these symptoms, ignoring the painful period. And then the painful period is now endo. The painful period is now fibroid when you could have just handled it. And that was what my mom, you know, I watched her go through. It was like, okay, the IUD, it was a copper IUD. She got C. diff. So then her gut was messed up. And then it was just this cascade of things over the course of 15 years that led to her demise. And again, (laughs) not a cop, you know, uncommon kind of storyline that a lot of people go through. When you had that injection, because I had that option for my girls and I said, no, I mean, I didn't have that when I, they didn't have that when I was that age, but you know, I'm always like the way you think I feel this, you know, now that you've done all your research, you know, I've done all, you know, I'm really like as an older mom, like, I know, like I'm super strong on my, you know, what I'm going to be putting with my girls Mm -hmm. in their bodies, you know? So, I mean, the things that you talk about, the parasites, the, they're so disgusting. I can't wait for people to go to your Instagram or YouTube and see the pictures of them. The dogs having this, they're going to the bathroom and I have two dogs and I was like watching these videos and I'm like, oh, but we're, so when you're, when you have this sickness, you're in a wheelchair. So what do you, you're just going to, I'm going to start Googling how to heal from. (laughs) Well, okay. So the journey started out, you know, it was ugly. Like it didn't start out, you know, Oh, you know, I didn't, there wasn't the resources that we have now, right? We didn't have robust internet. And I also had a lot of lack mentality. And I, you know, one thing I regret is I wish I had hired mentors and coaches sooner instead of basically trying to figure it out for like the first six years of it. So 2009, I get the injection and what immediately happened was I got extremely ill. So like a flu, like I just, every part of my body hurt. And I ended up in the emergency room about a month later. Like, I I mean, I got sick for a whole month. I couldn't get out of bed. Ended up in the emergency room. They take out my appendix. um, And I started first with dirty veganism. Like, I realized after all this had happened, I mean, I had the surgery. They went invasive. So they cut me open and they were checking to see if there was other things going on. I didn't heal well. I had got developed like a big keloid, the scar basically would, it was like extremely painful and tender and was like raised and hurt. Um, and so I start researching like how food is affecting, you know, my body. Um, and I started out honestly a dirty vegan. So like don't drink milk. So instead I'm drinking like highly processed rice milk, right? Uh, don't drink, don't eat chicken because it's got hormones in it. So instead of drinking, eating chicken, I'm over here eating, you know, corn, like fake chicken. I made some improvement, but I was still so used to processed food right? Now that I just swapped. And that first couple of years, I, you know, after what happened, I was, I dealt with a lot of other issues 
chronic pain, severe anxiety, depression. I ended up on a lot of different medications, steroids, Xanax, antidepressants after that. Oh, geez. Yeah, it really like totally screwed up my body. So I end up in like, I get sucked into the medical slavery system, as I call it, <laughs> you know, right. you're, you're sucked in. And what ended up happening was I would, I made some progress, but the really terrifying thing was in 2011. So about two years after the initial injection, and I had dealt with a lot of health stuff throughout those two years, I ended up developing brain swelling oh, wow. so encephalitis. So I wake up, you know, I was working and I, w- I wake up and I'm in the emergency room. I can't move, couldn't move my legs, my arms, nothing. Um, and they basically said, oh, well, you have weakness. You just developed a lot of weakness. That's why you, you're unable to move. I was unable to control my bowels. Like, oh, wow. This was huh. really terrifying. So I go to one of the best hospitals in the country. I don't know if I should name them. I don't want to like be on a hit list. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, I get transferred to one of the best hospitals in the country. They send me home to my, you know, my parents' house. They send me home. They're like, we don't know what's going on. It it sounds, it could be in her head. She's crazy. My mom met this lady at the bank and was telling her like my, you know, my daughter, she can't walk. She's going to physical therapy and da, da, da. And I ended up at Moss Rehab where at Moss Rehab, they did a spinal tap and they did an MRI and they found that I, I had had a brain swelling for three months that wasn't being treated. So yeah, it was, it took me over a year to fully regain my ability to walk. And honestly, when I was at rehab, they were, they said, you know, she might not ever regain her ability, her full abilities to walk. And so <laughs> back to the drawing board, like I just was on this journey and that's actually the point that I found fasting. So, you know, I was so sick. I was so ill. I get discharged from Moss Rehab at the, I guess it was around the summer of 2012. So I'm like back at my, my own apartment. My boyfriend leaves me, dumps me, like I'm in a wheelchair. And frankly, I didn't want to live. I just didn't want to live anymore. Who the hell would want to live anymore? If you're thinking you're never going to walk again, like, you know, honestly, if anyone's listening to this, don't listen to those thoughts. It's not that you don't want to live. You just don't want to live that life anymore. Right. Like you don't need to end your life. You can just end that fate. So anyways, I'm in my apartment and I stopped eating. They had me on like insurer and boost and stuff. And I stopped eating. And honestly, I actually started to get a little bit better. Hmm. And I feel like it was because my body was fasting. I wasn't putting anything else in it. The boost and insurance and all this other crap was like poisonous. I started to get a little bit better. Miraculously, I was like healing from this encephalitis. And I started to study what it is to be a real quote unquote vegan, not, you know, rice milk and, you know, crap. So I started eating a lot more, you know, real foods I also began studying more like Chinese medicine and Ayurveda and just understanding some more of those principles through 2012, 2013. And in 2012 and 2013 is when I discovered herbs as well. Like I, I had never heard of any of this stuff. Oh, wow. My mom didn't have herbs. Like we had NyQuil. Okay. Like cold, like here's some therapy, you know, it was, there was nothing natural about my upbringing. 
so you know I was a virgin to everything I'm just ex- experimenting exploring so I had to discover herbs in around that time and I started and something I didn't mention I also suffered from excruciating periods I was told I wouldn't have ever be able to have children you know all these things mm-hmm. just my whole body was a wreck girl <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole it was a whole it was a whole mess but when you go to like you're now like doing all this research, you turn vegan, you're understanding like supplements and things that, you know, the Chinese medicine doctor and all that. So to start like with your, um, what you're doing now mm-hmm. and helping people, I know you do the, you study the eye. Oh yes. So at the beginning of your program, cause you've put all this stuff that you've learned, you put it all together in this program. But with, tell me about the eye, what's it called? Iridology. Iridology. Yeah. So it was like, you know, again, I, I don't mean to be so long winded. It was a long process of trialing, you know, everything from, you know, from that point to Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, I, you know, trialed Weston A. Price, which is like high fat, high meat, fasting, juicing, veganism. I've, I've really not, and it was all for me. Like everything was for me. It had nothing to do with Ginger DeClue is going to make detox by DeClue one day. You know, some right. people set out to become healers. Like, this is my calling. No, 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 no. I just wanted to live. Like, I just <laughs> wanted to be able to function as a, as a human being. So, right. you know, that, I guess, when I put the memoir out, we can, you guys can read about it in the memoir. But um, something I also learned along the way was the study of the eyes, um, which is iridology. So I'll give a little brief history on it. So iridology has been around for and the study of the eyes, the tongue, right? These things have been around for thousands of years, right? Mm-hmm. If you watch like ancient apocalypse, like it could be tens of thousands of years, right? Like we we think we've been around for are these great civilizations, but there could be these even older, much older civilizations. Right. Anyways, so they've been studying the eyes for, you know, millennia. And then around the 18th century, there, I can't think of his name right now, of course, pregnancy brain. I'm just going to put it on the pregnancy brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this man, he was a doctor, homeopathist, and he found this wounded owl. And I've actually rescued an owl. And in, in, if you've ever seen an owl up close, their eyes are just magnificent. Owls, yeah. I think of them as my like spirit protector. They are mine too, for sure. I actually rescued one during the pandemic. They were living on our house and it fell off our house and it was like a little baby. So we had to put it. Oh, wow. This particular type of owl didn't make nests. They just kind of like live on your house. Anyways, so I've seen it up close. Their eyes are really huge. So this this doctor rescues this owl and had a broken leg. Its left leg was broken. And so he noticed in the left eye of this bird that there was like a big discoloration in the, in the iris. And I mean, like it's a huge iris. So he nurses this owl back to health and that marking that he had noticed when he first saved the owl disappears. Hmm. So that's kind of the story of how iridology kind of came back into play was this man basically noticed that, wow, is there a connection between our eyes and our body? And so what's really fascinating and why I'm, I'm such a believer in this and what I part of what I do in my program is that um, each part of your body is represented in the eyes. Right. So every part, if you did the eye like a clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, all the way around represents different organs and even different, you know, you can even get into like bones and, and tissue. 
Huh. So when you're seeing specific markings and discoloration, it can signal that there is waste built up in your body. And so to summarize my whole beginning story, I was talking about, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that. What I have found, and this is my theories, and, you know, others have the same theories, is that dis-ease really stems from the buildup of our own cellular waste and environmental waste that is just sitting in our system, degenerating our tissue. Right. So that's what I truly believe and I've seen. And the thing that with connecting it with the eyes is as you clean these things out of your body, the cellular waste, the parasites, the heavy metals, right? Your eyes change. And I know this because when I had an eye reading, my first eye reading, and then I did another eye reading, like six months later, I took the same pictures, you know, and I had been doing it because I live this lifestyle, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I love it. The discipline, my eyes had changed. Hmm. I've seen so many students, eyes change. I've read thousands of eyes and you can really it's kind of scares people when they get the reading because I'm not diagnosing anything. I'm not you right. know, saying you have cancer, but it's like, hey, when you have this kind of buildup, let's say in your pineal gland, right? Or your pituitary, you may suffer from an inability to sleep well, right? You may struggle with your circadian ry- rhythm, right? You might struggle with hormonal balance. You're like, how did you know that? Or, you know, and just understanding that this toxic buildup may be the root cause of why you're having symptoms. Wow. I was watching a testimonial, a couple of them, and they're like, my eyes are so different in here. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And, you know, I started looking at my eyes in the mirror after that, because I was looking at some of your charts where it points to the each little organ. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes when I haven't seen someone for a while, you know, and I always think, either maybe their eyes are dilated or, but now I'm going to look different. It's going to be a different, <laughs> like sitting there staring at their, like have really good eye contact. <laughs> right. And, and I, you know, I was raised Christian. And mm-hmm. so what I always say is uh, religion in my view is, you know, it's the same song, different artists. I believe that all religions have merit. And the only thing that I disagree with is people who don't believe in any form of God. That's the only thing I'm like, you need to open your eyes. But my particular perspective, because of the way I was raised, is from a Christian perspective. Not saying that that is the right way. That was just the way that I was right. interpreted to me. So it's fascinating, especially I had so much time to do deeper work. Like in 2019, my mom passed away and then we go pretty much, she died in August and I go into like a tirade basically, like where it's like, this is do or die. Literally. I can't even fuck around. I have to be healthy. There is no, there's no option. It's not a punishment. It's actually how I'm loving myself is to be healthy. And so then we go into right into the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, I spent the pandemic just fully, you know, working on myself, sharing, you know, I did so much growth. Um, But I also had this time to like when I would be doing these deep, long fasts, where I would think back to what I learned in the Bible. And one of the things that is in the Bible, it says the eyes are the window to the soul. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to 
learn to kind of decipher these holy texts because obviously they've been manipulated. All of them, the Quran, the Bible, all of them have been corrupted. But if you can read between the lines, it's like perhaps what the what they were saying was the eyes are the window to the health. And so if your body isn't physically healthy, how are you going to have a soul connection? How are you going to have a connection to spirit or God or whoever you call it when you you're not even connected to your own body? Huh. I love that. So our eyes definitely, you know, when you look at someone's eyes and you're like, wow, they're so bright eyed and clear eyed. It's, you know, it's an indicator that their health is right. You know, you can't fake it. Okay. Like I live out here in LA. All right. Like people, people look at celebrities and I work with a lot of celebrities and they think, oh my God, you're so glamorous and wonderful. It's like, you saw these people in real life, not all of them, but a lot of them. And you looked in their eyes, you'd say, man, that there's nothing there. There's nothing behind those eyes and they look sick. Huh. Interesting. When you say like the CDC, I remember something like says that we all have like 30 to a lower percentage of parasites. And, but you say that we have, it's 90 to 99% of us that have parasites. Oh yeah. So the CDC and the NIH, the National Institute of Health, and that's the, you know, more of the European, they agree that 30 to 60% of the population has parasites. I would say it's, it's everyone who hasn't parasite cleansed. <laughs> like if okay. you don't, if you've never cleansed worms, you have worms. Right. And okay. I, <laughs> I know it's freaky and I will just disclaimer to your audience, you know, I'm competing with naked girls. Okay. On the internet and TikTok, Okay. <laughs> and, and an intention span that is only point oh three seconds so yes some of my content might be jarring just fyi but understand that we're in a time where people partly due to the fact that they have parasites they just can't focus like i i actually love having a sit down conversation and really be able to go deeper but some of my best you know reach and how i'm able to get to people and actually right. help them is in a 10 second video because that's all they can comprehend at this point with the amount of worms metals, all the distractions that are going on in their head. Um, but yeah, we're infected with these worms. And what's what's really scary about the parasites is that there's a couple things. Number one, think of your tissues in your body like sponges. Your tissues aren't, you know, like I have this coffee cup, teacup, right? We think of all of our organs as being like vessels, like our stomach is a vessel that's solid or our gut is a vessel that's solid. Our lungs are a vessel that's solid. In reality, they're porous. And so you have this parasitic problem, plus, you know, 65% of the American diet is literally processed crap. And that is expensive, by the way. Don't even get me started on that. Like being healthy is definitely cheaper. Mm Mm-hmm especially these days. Um, So the fact that you have these worms, you have this food that isn't food, it's food-like, it's got, it's literally made of wood pulp, you know, it's, it's not food. So what ends up happening is the porous tissues, the pores get bigger. And these worms and the, not just the worms, but the funguses that come with it, the bacterial waste and the viral waste that they carry starts to spill out into the rest of your body, right? 
Like it can go into your lungs. It can go into your abdomen, right? We're seeing all these women suffering from mysterious tissue growth in their abdomen and it's celebrated. I mean, not to judge anyone, but I remember Lena Dunham. I think she was like from girls, right? She's like, they had to take out my uterus and my appendix. And it's like, Amy Schumer is, you know, bragging almost. And again, not to shame anyone, but it's just right. almost like a badge of honor. Like, oh, I have a disease. Like, you know, and it's like, why are mm-hmm. we celebrating this? Why are we not looking to the root? And if you understand that, hey, did you even think to look to the parasites that maybe you're so porous that they're infecting your abdomen and creating this tissue growth? Because your body, I don't know if I'm the first person to say it to you today, but your body loves you. And it's constantly trying to keep you alive. That's right. one job. <laughs> no matter what you think, no matter how depressed you are, every system is literally in a desperate fight to keep you living. So in this effort to keep you alive, it's going to try to block off that toxic waste from the parasites with tissue growth or with a cyst. It's going to hmm. put it into a cyst. And then now what we're seeing is it's putting it into cancerous tumors, right? We went from one in 10 with cancer. Then it was one in five, about 2005, it was one in five. Today, half of us are going to get cancer. Right. You said one in two, one in two people. This is craziness. This is bonkers, (laughs) you know? So again, there's, there's, you know, I'd say, Basically, the, you're bringing up the parasites are a huge problem. Then you have your the cellular waste. Just every, like we're having this conversation. I'm moving my arms. I'm using my brain. I'm using my tongue and my lungs. All these organs are making waste, just like your car creates exhaust when you drive. Mm-hmm. But that waste isn't leaving. It's not getting out of your system. So that's building up in your organs. And then Geez, I mean, they just yesterday or two days ago, oh, oops, we spilled 400,000 gallons of nuclear waste into the Missouri River. Sorry, I didn't tell you guys. <laughs> oh, geez, don't even get me started on that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, East Palestine, Ohio, right? Like, so if I had to say anything, like, I truly believe that we can be empowered and we do not have to be victims to all of this BS that they're trying to do. If we clean our systems out and do our best to keep it clean, right? I know you said you're disciplined, but honey, listen, me and you go to Cabo, like I'm having a margarita. (laughs) Oh, I'm definitely having a margarita. I'm going to Cabo in a couple of weeks. Hey, I love Cabo, right? Well, you're having your baby. I'll be having a a margarita. Please pour one out for me. (laughs) So yeah, no, that's my messaging. It's, it's not you need to become a diehard vegan and like give up life and never have fun. Right. Again. But there's, we're completely out of balance. And what has ended up happening is, you know, by the time people want to do something, it's at the point where like me, you're literally have no other choice, right. right? Make time for wellness or you will be forced to make time for your sickness. Right. And it's, okay. just, it's getting crazy out here. Okay. So your morning I want people to know, like, let's say you're giving the tips of your day, like what you would probably feed your kids, like, you know, the ones that are the dear and nearest to your heart of what you, cause I know you say you drink warm lemon water. I drink lemon water. You believe in like watermelon 
that juice. kind of thing. Celery juice. I drink celery juice in the morning, but shout out to medical medium. I didn't yeah. come up with that one. Okay. I, right. I give credit to my, I give credit to my mentors. All right. I've learned a lot from Andreas Moritz and Dr. Morris and Dr. Sabi and medical medium. And there's a lot of greats who've come before us. So I just want to say that, but my number one for everyone here listening is please, for the love of God, just stop eating processed food, please. If you do nothing else, if you do nothing else, if it comes in a package, if it has more than three ingredients in it, don't eat it. It is not food. Right there, if you just stop eating processed food, you're going to see a dramatic change in your health. So soda, Pop-Tarts, cereal, (laughs) okay? I mean, certain things are quote unquote, minimum, like frozen fruit is processed, right? Like minimally processed. It's cut up and frozen. Okay. Eat real food. That is my number one. You don't have to become vegan. You don't have to put labels on yourself. And, and that's probably my number two. Like don't label yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't feel as though you have to enter into a camp, a health camp, <laughs> which I think is also kind of taken over the internet a little bit. Like, like you said, I talked about the celery juice, which I've read four or five of the medical medium books. I didn't invent that. But, you know, if I mentioned something about cleaning out your liver, which the medical medium disagrees with, his camp is like, oh my God, you know? And then you got the carnivores over here, like everything is bad, rah, rah. Like avoid the food cults, okay? And try to eat real foods. Then my third thing I would say, I start my day the first six hours or so are in a lot of fruits, juices, and smoothies. Based on what I've researched, we're not omnivores. Okay. We're not carnivores. We're not herbivores, right? Herbivore would be like, you know, an elephant or a horse. They have multiple, a cow, they have like these multiple chambered stomachs to be eating all this kale. And because I went down that path where I was eating all these greens and it, it really wasn't digesting, the best I ever felt was when I was on an all fruit diet. And again, I'm not telling you to do that, but if you could start your day with these foods that are very flushing, because <laughs> overnight when you sleep, your body's naturally supposed to be detoxing. Like, and even in Chinese medicine, there's different times of the night where like th- three to four is your liver and, you know, all these different times your body is flushing. So if you give yourself and the reason I say six hours, because everyone's morning looks different. So I don't want to say 12 o'clock and you get up at 10. You're like, ah, <laughs> I'm, how am I supposed to get all this fruit and I live two hours, right? So whatever the first six hours of your day looks like, if you're a shift worker, it should start with, we're talking quantities of juices, smoothies, big bowls of fruit, dates, mangoes, apples, oranges, whatever. Just go to the fruit aisle. Okay. Hmm. Whatever's there, (laughs) you can eat that, right? Okay, so Uh, right now my head's going, all the sugar, 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 sugar. Okay, so shout out also to an incredible book called Mastering Diabetes. Okay. That book, there's been some books in my life that have really transformed what I do, and that's one of them. So in Mastering Diabetes, because I, like I said, I always credit where I learned this stuff from. I don't ever claim to be the originator and master of all these things. I will say my detox protocol though, is my own signature formula that I've brought together from just all my years of research and 
testing and now proving it out. But mastering diabetes is actually written by two type one diabetics. So type one diabetes is the one type that I haven't ever been able to completely heal anyone from. However, I have had students with type one diabetes who do my program where in my program, which is very, starts out very gently. I'm not into this like crash dieting thing. It's just psychologically, it's just foolish. So we slowly build you into an all fruit diet over the course of four to five weeks. But I've had type one diabetics use 20% less insulin eating only fruit. And so when I read Mastering Diabetes, I was, you know, like you're saying, oh, well, wasn't fruit, isn't fruit full of sugar? Well, the thing with fruit sugar, it's fructose. It doesn't require or it requires very little insulin for it to enter the cell. So when you eat cookies, okay, which is made out of like, whatever processed cane sugar, your body has to create insulin for the cell to utilize that sugar energy. And if your body has a problem making insulin, what happens? Your blood sugar rises. And here we go with the insulin resistance and all these things. But with fructose, your body doesn't have to create insulin for that sugar to enter into the cell. So surprisingly, fruit heals diabetes. Now, I want to say one thing. There's one caveat to that. If you're listening and you're like, I'm going to try this, right? The only contradiction is if, let's say you had a half of watermelon, which is a great breakfast, by the way. You just cut a half watermelon open and just eat that up. It's great for you. Super hydrating. Don't then 10 minutes later, eat a giant steak because what ends up happening is, and this is the one contradiction, is that you have this fat now in your bloodstream and the fat will block the sugar from entering the cell and that can create a slight rise in your blood sugar. So when you are eating fruit, you should give yourself at least 30 minutes to an hour before you have any like high fat foods. Got it. That's just the one, my one caveat (laughs) to it. (laughs) We should all be starting our day, like I said, with large quantities of fruits, juices, and smoothies. It's cheaper and it's hydrating and it's going to fuel you. And then the rest of the day, like I said, especially if you're like, I'm eating Chick-fil-A two lunches a week, ginger, right? That's okay, right? Like make the small changes, but eventually you should be weaning yourself off of the processed stuff and trying to just eat like real food. What do you let your kids, what do your kids eat in the morning? That's a really loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) So so I think it's really fascinating because I have an eight-year-old son. Right. I have an 18-month-old daughter. The eight-year-old, I didn't know as much when I had him. Uh And he also got heavily influenced by my mother, the processed food queen. Okay. Um, and I also allowed him to get all the standard. I don't want to say any words, but you know what I'm talking about. He would go to the doctor for his checkups and whatever they told me to put inside of his body. I did. Okay. Okay. So he likes healthy stuff, but he likes also to eat candy. I'll be honest, you know, like he likes candy. He likes, you know, we go to the store, he wants the sugary cereal and I don't let him get that all the time, but 
he does have that craving and I feel as though he needs to parasite cleanse. I just think he's too young. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any kind of, you know, mental problems or autism. He's healthy overall. So I just leave him be for now when he's older, I will definitely be detoxing him. Cause it's, he's addicted. Like you can just tell right. coming up where I'd say, mom, can you watch him? And he's got candy jars. She had literally candy jars. Over mm-hmm. him and he'd go to Sunoco with my dad and get, ice cream bars and stuff. So it's so interesting to look at how he is. And yes, I can get him to have a smoothie. That's like my ideal breakfast for my kids. He likes bagels and stuff though. You know what I mean? Like we're from Philadelphia. So it's, it's, it's a struggle sometimes. Um, And I want to encourage my moms out there to focus on you. Like if your kids aren't eating healthy and you're just like, Oh my God, I'm a failure. No, 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 no. You didn't know better. My Angelou said it. If you don't know better, now you know better. So do better. Right. So do better for yourself and you'll influence them. Right. But back to the way my kids eat. So he, he grew up, he was sick a lot. He had ear infections. He had pneumonia a couple of times. Right. My 18 month old, of course, sadly, she never got to meet my mom and she's just like under my watchful eye. Right. He doesn't eat anything but healthy foods. And if you try like on her first birthday, my sister-in-law made her a cake and she was disgusted by it. Oh, wow. Like truly. And so it's just so fascinating. And she's in her life had, has had one low grade fever at 18 months old. She's never been to a doctor. Hmm. Um, So I have the like control group, like who has, (laughs) you know, standard diet, eight years old, Right. Standard medical practice, 18 months old, hippie vibes, like breaking through tricks. And she is, it's like insane. She says full sentences. It's crazy, Ash. If you, you ever meet my daughter and she's like, it's really wild to watch her grow up. So, you know, when you start, if you're going to have children, start them young. And if you, because they, if they just don't know any better, they'll literally be grossed out by candy and stuff. She doesn't like candy. She doesn't like any of that. She just wants her fruits. Like last night, my husband made um, a corned beef stew with like cabbage and carrots and potatoes. She wasn't feeling it. She had two mangoes for dinner. <laughs> huh. I mean, like she just, she, she usually eats what we eat, but she just didn't like, I don't know what it, what it was. It was all organic. She just didn't like it. So if you are going to be having children, and I'm sure with your girls, because you seem like you've been on the vibes. <laughs> yeah, I'm well. pretty much. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm about balance too, and having a childhood and, you know, I'm not going to sit there and all your friends are eating candy and you're not going to have that. Or we went to, we were out um, this weekend out of town and at the hotel, they had fruit loops. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, that is childhood memories. When I see those fruit loops in the little container oh, yeah. So, yeah, like yeah. Okay, pour it out exactly so presley comes back with a bowl of fruit loops i'm like oh really like and i just you know i'm not it is what it is it's not like i don't go buy them that i'm not going to go buy it but yeah i'm i'm really i think too like even with my older one like dealing with her skin and listening to you talk about you know what when people have acne or you know if she had her period and the hormonal um, breakouts and having her be down on herself. I said, honey, it's, it has, and she's so into her face, you know, routine. I said, it's inside of you. Like it's the food you're eating. I know you, you can go do all this cleanser and the ointments and all that. Right. But talk about that. Cause that's a, 
that for people to understand, like you can put the most expensive stuff on your face, but it's about what you put into your body. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Like I, I feel blessed that I, I have my 18 month old. I'm sad. Like I have one hand, I'm like, she never got to meet her grandmother, but she probably won't want any of that stuff. Unless of course, I'm sure they get like influenced too by their friends. Like we're going right. to Chick-fil-A. Okay, what, can I get $20? Like, oh yeah. They love to me to take uh, him to Chick-fil-A. I'm like, <laughs> like, ah, but you know, if your kids haven't started out young and they just don't know better, like you just are going to have to try to be the example for them. And like you just said, try to have these conversations with them because it's all from within, right? you know, like you can't put enough makeup on someone's face to cover up. Like if there's some serious stuff going on, right? Like you just tell, and that's people are like, damn Ginger, you're so glowing. I'm like, cause the way I eat. Right. And I choose this lifestyle because the alternative for me is Xanax, steroids, biologics, you know, having to go to the rheumatologist, antidepressants, great hospitalizations. Like I would rather, you know, have to take a little bit more time out of my day to make sure I'm going to the right, if I decide to go out to the right restaurants or whatever it is, so that I don't have to be a slave to being sick. Right. Um, everything is coming from within. We all are glowing from within. So if you're having skin problems, and I mean, that's another thing with the parasites, right? Like I was talking about that, the fact that all of our organs are porous. So these parasites are leaking waste into our body, leaky gut. I think everyone's pretty much heard this term, but it's kind of hard to conceptualize. Mm-hmm. We'll literally think you're SpongeBob and you're leaking out junk into right? your system. And so that stuff can rise to the surface of your skin. And there's another organ that I want to touch on the liver, right? The liver. And this is become becoming increasingly um, evident in the research that the liver is housing minor infections, like strep infections, mono infections, Epstein-Barr infections. And these things can also contribute to things like psoriasis, the the itching, the rashes. Mm -hmm. And what do you go, right? You go to the doctor and what does the doctor say? Take the steroid. Here's a steroid cream. Take this Accutane. They they don't Uh, do root cause. Right. They just don't. And it's okay. Like we, we know the truth. They don't do root cause. They just do pills. So again, it's like that, what's the definition of insanity? And that's when, you know, I didn't, I know I was getting a little winded on my story, but (laughs) I stopped going to the doctor really in 2017 because that was when it was like the definition of insanity, Ginger, is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Every time you go, what do they tell you? Here's a new drug. Try this drug. Try this drug. Right. I was desperate for healing. I was desperate. I was hell bent. That's why the name of the book. Well, yes, hell bent on healing. I love it. I wanted to be healed. I didn't want to be, you know, identifying with my disease, which right. is the other thing we see. It's like I'm a limey. I mean, I'm no, not I, judging yeah. anybody. I get it. Like, I, you know, why are you identifying with being sick? What kind of crap is this? Right. Um, and it's the brainwashing because they're like, yes, identify with your disease, and now you're one of our slaves. Like, right, whatever. Like. We just got to keep up in your, you know, your script, keep up in your dose. What did you in the COVID time? Did you get COVID? 
I actually never got tested. Okay. We had a flu. Um, I also had, had just had a two month old baby and this girl came to the house and literally is coughing everywhere and then tells us, I haven't been feeling well for two days. <laughs> oh, um, and like, we hadn't slept in two months, you know, like I'm right. So that was uh, like December, 2021. But I was like, I was not about it. I saw right through everything. Right. Um, and I had, you know, like I said, I don't want to get us in trouble, but just everything that's coming out now, I already was talking about it. And you can go on my Instagram, which is why I'm in Instagram jail for the last year. You I guess were? What, babe? You were in Instagram jail? I'm still in, I've been in Instagram jail. They have me in jail. Um, oh. I somehow stayed under the radar for a long time. But I, you know, all the things, the period issues, the heart issues, the, you know, the, the efficacy, the infertility, all the things. I had women coming to me postmenopausal women saying I'm bleeding you know and their doctor saying oh it's in your head and now look all the data's coming out Pfizer's in trouble but it's it's a shame that so many people got bamboozled and coerced and it's Nazi Germany 1939 playbook this is the exact same playbook I mean people think about the holocaust as six million Jews were murdered They don't think about the fact that the citizens thought that that was a good idea. The citizens were coerced and told this was compassionate. Just like we were all told how compassionate it is to try and just stab ourselves with this experiments. Now, I have to say, very honestly, I had already been down that rabbit hole with Gardasil. So perhaps had I not had that experience, maybe I would have been the same and said, you know, we need to protect our elderly, da, 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 da. but I'd already been an experiment. Right. I wasn't about to do it twice. Right. <laughs> you know? So I can't sit here and say how wise and mature I am because I had already had an incident. Right. Exactly. Right. So, but again, you know, better, you do better. And I think I another thing if you're listening and you're sickly and you're like I don't know what's wrong with me I'm infertile and I have all these problems right please don't look at this time as a time of of your growth and wisdom because everything that I know and all the people I've been able to help it's only because I went through hell right I wouldn't be here today as a bona fide healer had I not you know gone through all this crap and so don't look at this time as some punishment. This could be, this is your opportunity to gain a lot of wisdom and maybe one day be of, of service. Right. You, I was also, you should only be sick one time a year, right? Like that's what you say. Yeah. You should not be getting sick more than once a year. Right. And honestly, this, that was the 2021 that when Gigi was a baby was the last time I was sick. And in this fall, there's protocols and things you can do where if you come down with something, you should be able to fight it off really easily. So I had my in-laws over here and their daughter was literally coughing into my face and into everybody's face. And that's something I also teach. You know, there's a lot of things that you can be doing high mega dosing, vitamin C, mega dosing, zinc, mega dosing, oregano oil, mega dosing juices, and whatever that was that came into my house I felt a tickle in my throat and I just did my crazy garlic juice stuff. (laughs) Okay. You did. So, but again, this is part of the education. Like you have to know 
how to do these things. And, right. you know, it's like the, maybe we were the, in the witch trials, like we were the witches and we're back. Yeah. That's what I feel like about you. Cause I believe like when something resonates with somebody in this life, like they've done it millions of times before, like you've definitely been like a witch doctor or something, some kind of a, like making remedies for people. Or I, I just get that vibe. I'm praying Ash that this is the last time I have to come do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously keep doing something wrong that this universe is like, listen, you gotta go back. You screwed it up you get to your 50th time. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Like there's, I believe in reincarnation. Like I said, I was raised Christian, but I have a very like broad view of re- spirituality. Um, and I, for instance, like I know my husband and I like, you know, totally off topic, but like we were buried in the lava fields of Pompeii. Like huh. that happens. I know that that happened. Cause like when you meet, you know, you meet somebody and you're like, I know you. Right. And so, you did that with him. I love Yeah. That. So, and, and like you're saying, I think, you know, 9 million people were killed during the witch trials. 9 million. It wasn't yeah. like, burn the witch. It was literally like, well, what would happen is you'd have someone like me come in and this little boy have a, has a fever and the, the priest is like, the demon has taken the child, right? And then the, <laughs> the witch comes in with like white willow bark tea and, you know, is sweating him out and he heals. And, oh, she's a witch. Burn her ass. You know, that, oh, was, right. that was the oh. witch trials. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was really like women who were healers who the church was like, "Uh uh-uh, you're not going to, this is the patriarchy, right? Like we are the man, the the priests. And so if you think you're going to come in here and tell us how to heal, you're dead. And then it wasn't just the women, it was their husbands as well. So yeah, there's definitely like a little element too. I don't know how much into astrology you are, but like this Pluto and Aquarius. Yeah. Well, I just had Danielle on the, po- at the podcast. So she talked about that. I was listening today because it came out today, but yeah, she's taught me a lot about astrology. Yeah. So I'm not an astrologer, but I listen to it. You know, I I'm like, this is, this resonates. JP Morgan said it right. Millionaires look at the stock market. Billionaires won't follow astrology. So I think <laughs> we're coming into an era of like the rebirth of the truth, the rebirth of, you know, the dissemination of the facts and there's no more centralized power. So if people like me, little old ginger, able to reach <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people a month, sometimes wow. millions of people a month with this messaging, it's amazing. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Crazy mm-hmm. as hell. There's so many things in my head that I remember. The sunscreen. You don't believe uh, in sunscreen. Yeah, sunscreen is a total is a myth. Okay. I mean, look at Chloe Kardashian, Dr botched uh, yes right? botched he has skin cancer she has skin cancer there oh i apply my skin sunscreen all the time every day right if you're highly acidic so you eat processed food you go to starbucks so don't go to starbucks right you need to burn a starbucks i shouldn't say okay. that you're gonna be like that's fine that's, maybe we cut that part out that's <laughs> but, fine but the starbucks is oh my god no so you're eating all this acidic food. And then what do most of us do when we go to like a sunny destination? And I got I know I made that joke about like going to Cabo and having a margarita, but most of us go to the beach and just get plastered. What is alcohol? It's like acid. So you're drinking all this acid and you sit in the sun. Of course you're going to burn. But my esthetician, she wants to fight with me all the time with it. And I don't wear sunscreen. Hmm. So she is one of the best estheticians. She's 
like as passionate about detox as I am is she her oh, cool her name's Crystal she actually has a studio in San Diego as well as LA Crystal Clear Skin and Beauty oh good and so so I you know tell her I'm like look I don't I'm not wearing the sunscreen so she has a machine that you put your face in the machine and it actually tells you like the age of your skin okay yeah I've heard of that so she's like okay let's look at your skin right well she puts me in this and I have the video and I'm over here like laying in the sun with my watermelon juice just like ah <laughs> you know over here photosynthesizing myself oh funny and I have according to this like $30,000 machine I have skin that's five years younger than my age and the lowest skin sun damage that she's ever seen. Wow. See, that's amazing. Because the sunscreen, it's your body needs sunlight. Our cells absorb near infrared and far infrared rays to produce vitamin D um, and to create ATP for cell function. Hmm. So if you're like sitting here though, and you're like, girl, I am pasty white. Right. I'm like, gosh, I'm going to be in Cabo and I'm just going to go sit there and like, like burn or just. No, no, no. So I don't, I don't also don't agree with burning. Like if you're going to be out in the sun, I, I think if you're going to be out in the sun, you should wear sun protective clothing or sun. Right. Yes. If you really do burn. And you know, what's even more interesting. I had a girl do my program, a ginger, total redhead, fair skin, lived in Florida around week nine. She actually started to get tan. This is a white huh. alabaster. Why? why? <laughs> like this is an alabaster girl. Well, we all come from Africa, right? Like we're all brothers and sisters here. Let's just right. have a whole nother podcast on that and how anyways, there was like a mutation that happened in Africa and, and I'll speak on it quickly. Oh, fun. Yeah, do. To you can... this. So basically there's some theories that what happened in Egypt was that the Egyptians worshiped the sun. And so God sent down the children of the moon. And so there's these children who were born and we've seen these children, right? You've seen the African kids and their red hair and they're white. Oh, right. Yeah. So according to some theories, there were children that started to be born in Egypt in Mesopotamia in these, in this, or in Egypt, not in Mesopotamia. And they were rejected. These children who were born white. Huh. And so they didn't kill them, but they rejected them. They were called the men who roamed the earth, the Romans. So, of course, Africa's pretty hot when you're alabaster and you're pale as hell, right? Right. So they went north, and hundreds or thousands of years go by, and, and this population of people grows. And the Romans came back and destroyed Africa because that's where they were from. And it was a revenge. And that's some theories I've read about because like we can all trace our lineage back to like one person in Africa so we need to all stop fighting this has been going on too long people no kidding (laughs) so some some theories suggest that you know white people actually came from Egypt and were rejected by Egypt and then returned for revenge and they siege to Egypt and the rest is history we've been having the race battle for too long it was like come right. on guys let's just get over it which another side no I think that's why I was born black and white because it's like hey man like I'm a little bit of both like yeah so one parent is black and one was white 
Right. So my mom was black and my dad is like Irish German from oh, North okay. Pennsylvania, like total white boy. <laughs> so, huh. so anyways, that was my little, which makes the most beautiful children. In oh, you. Yeah. I seriously and what about your husband? We should all be mixing, right? Like I always say this, but there's this creature called a liger. It's when a lion and a tiger have a baby. Oh, I never heard that liger. Huh. Yeah. So when a lion and a tiger have a baby, they create it's a liger and it's nine feet tall and it's stunning. It's like this gorgeous creature. Something called heterosis happens. So when let's say an Asian person and a black person have a baby, typically what happens is the best genes from both races oh. come out, which is oh. why sometimes we're like, wow, mixed kids are so unique because we are actually, it's called, it's a genetic thing that happens where the best of both, where when you constantly you know, like we look at the Hasidic, I know this is going on a whole tangent, but you look at the Hasidic <laughs> Jewish community, right? And they're all marrying their cousins and things like this. And they come out and the kids have genetic abnormalities and Tay-Sachs and these problems. So hmm. yeah, guys, come on. Let's all like, you should all just be- Get along. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to be seriously getting along. This is all BS. This division crap. Because oh, like I said, if we breed together a little bit more, man, we'd have some, some wild, smart kids. Right. And beautiful. What was your husband black or white? My husband's white. My husband. Okay. And then so my yeah. And then what? I was gonna say my son's my son's comes from a previous relationship. He, his family, I get he's white, but they were Jewish. Okay. So I've kind of like dabbled with all the different, you know, <laughs> all the different That's nationalities. Funny. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, we're we're coming to the end. And I you should see what more I could ask you because it's like there's so much that I just want to make sure, but you really do talk about like I had dry brushing, fasting, mineral imbalance, people pleasers, <laughs> um, babying your kids, choking on your own toxins, anything that you want to give like on your last, cause you're, I just want everyone to go follow you on Instagram and YouTube and read her book in what June is it coming out this summer oh, hopefully it comes out this summer I don't know if writing a book is oh who decides to write a book when they're like 12 you know I started writing the book when I was like nine weeks pregnant like wow wow anyways but definitely hellbent on healing will be out this year it will okay. be out in 2023 I don't That's have amazing. a date yet but and definitely come follow me I'm at detox with ginger de That's me on Instagram. On TikTok, I mean, I have a TikTok. I'm not very good at TikTok though. I just I don't have, know how to do TikTok. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> like, I <laughs> have it. I'm like, is this working? I posted on there. So on TikTok, I'm Detox by DeClue. And my signature, you know, I have this amazing 12 week program where you work with me and I, you also work in a small group with one of my co coaches who all of my co coaches are former RNs. I'm really big on breaking out of the matrix. And when I say breaking out of the matrix, and I guess this is where I'll leave it. Breaking out of the matrix is, do you ever see the matrix? Mm-hmm. It, like one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Neo and Trinity and Morpheus participate in the matrix, right? Mm-hmm. When they show up in the matrix, they're head to toe, Valentino, Gucci, leather jacket, badass motorcycle, high vibes, right? They're not of the matrix, right? You hear what I'm saying? They're They're not of it. Right. So for me, when you become healthy, 
my tagline, health is wealth and we all deserve to be rich. When exactly. you're healthy and you have the energy to be 37 weeks pregnant, getting up at four o'clock in the morning to do start meetings with your East Coast team, right? I'm in the matrix, 100%. I pay out payroll, I have a mortgage, I pay taxes, right? But I am not a slave of it. I can utilize it. And so that's my biggest message. We can be a part of this matrix, quote unquote, where it's all lies and the, everything on the TV is a lie and all the food is poisonous, right? But if you know that and you then know what to do to be healthy, then you can, you know, play the game, essentially play in this matrix and and thrive and be a little Neo or Morpheus. I feel like more Morpheus. I'm not Neo, I'm Morpheus. (laughs) I'm like blue pill or red pill. Your call, baby. Right. Right. You're going to see on my Instagram. Oh my God. I'm not ready to see worms. Right. Like here, look, I'm just giving you options. You can take the blue pill. You take the red pill. Right. But if you decide to take the the red pill and go down the rabbit hole with me, baby, it's so much more powerful. You're flying through this simulation of life and, you know, you're, you're empowered. So, you know, working with me, I think it's an incredible opportunity. I offer my services at incredible rates because I truly want to make an impact while still also, you know, my, the reason I like having nurses is. Um, working with me is well number one some people who come to me are really sick like they're they're in cancer treatment they're on a lot of medications but also nurses go into nursing most of them because they want to help people they want to heal they get into it and this is a fact you can look this statistic up 57 percent of healthcare workers plan to leave healthcare by 2025 Hmm. 57 percent wow so because they get into it and it's not healing. You're not actually healing people. In fact, both of my coaches can tell you, and this is just two, and I've had many, many more nurses actually do the program because they're like, I'm not going to end up sick. I know how, how that goes. Right. They tell you horror stories about how these doctors kill people on a regular basis. Okay. Accidentally. Right. It's according to the statistics, doctors are the third leading cause of death. No, maybe they're number one cause of death in the U.S. And it's all because they cover it up. So I love breaking them out of the matrix and they get to actually work with me and we get to actually heal people and watch people say, I don't have diabetes anymore. I don't have this anymore. I don't have pain anymore. Like my cancer is going away. Like this is awesome right? It's exciting. It's like I said, it's an exciting time to be alive. I don't, don't be afraid of what's going on. Just become aware and make better choices based on the fact that you have right on your phone, right at your fingertips, an opportunity to learn that was never here before. Right. It's really pretty cool. It is cool. And you're cool. And I'm glad I got to meet you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on here. This is, this is only my second ever podcast. So I was like nervous, excited and it's great. Oh my gosh. Well, when I saw you, I, it was like one of those, I I'm always like, go with you. Just that first instinct. My intuition was saying, Oh, connect with ginger. And so it was like the answer. She's like, answered me back and let's do it now. Cause I had someone canceled today. And I was like, perfect. Like, I don't want to wait. I got to get my ginger in for sure. Yeah. So thank you again, Ash, for having me and 
remember guys, your health is your wealth and we all deserve to be rich, but make the decision to prioritize your health because otherwise it's just a reality. It's not any fear tactics. The reality is cancer is coming for you. Heart disease is coming for you. And if not for you, for your kids, your kids don't need to see you in hospitals, you know, and one last thing I'll say, you know, people, we all think we're just going to die. No, 70% of us require for at least one year of our life, high level of care. Your kids do not deserve that. They do not deserve to have to wipe your ass, hire a nurse, watch you suffer in a nursing home. 70% of us end up in a high level nursing home. Hmm. Not me, baby. I want to go out of my sleep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do it for, if you can't find the reason to change, do it for your kid, do it for your family. Cause they don't want to see that and they shouldn't have to go through that. Right. No, thank you. Oh, you're amazing. Oh, you're amazing. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments or feedback please contact me at the uncover your magic website thank you so much for listening and don't forget always look for the magic